Yeah. What is good, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls? We back. You know what I'm saying? We back. It is the one and only 800 number one showgun. I'm joined by a special guest. But before we get into it, this is episode 53 of the CDB podcast. Thank you for joining us and listening in. Okay. Now that that is out the way, and let me please get my introductions in. Okay, okay. Uh, one time for the one time. Let's hit the air horns just so y'all know what time it is. Yeah, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls. Without further ado, please let me introduce the queen of Susio. Okay, she is your friendly neighborhood field mammal creature you know her you love her she acquires all the dollars and i i apologize if that sounds super offensive you know what i'm saying but she acquires all the dollars out in the fields you know what i'm saying we like to call her bitcoin bunny y'all know her as bunny rue what's popping <laughs> hey y'all it's bunny aka buns and guns aka bunny rue ish bunny Vad bunny, <laughs> Bitcoin bunny, and the fucking Susio queen. You already you know, know what time up. it is. Let them know. Put the bunny back in the box. Uh, ma'am, I'm so happy to have you here. Let me out the fucking box. Let her out. <laughs> uh, of course, we were going to be joined by um, our, our brother Sloan Kettering, a.k.a. my cousin. You already know what I'm saying. Uh, but listen. The richest nigga in South by Southwest has many things to do. So he will be back with us on the next episode. Please, please strap in, hold on to your seats. This episode, though, is going to be super dope because I have the lovely young lady and I thought it was appropriate that we are here to have her here because we have many topics to discuss that need a woman's perspective. Thank you. But. Let me go ahead and get it started for y'all. Am I the leanest? Sure enough. Am I the prettiest? Sure enough. Am I the baddest? No foe, no down around this town. Sure enough. But who am I? Sure enough. Who am I? Sure enough. I can't hear you. Sure enough. Shogun. It's your boy, 800 number one Shogun. You already know what time it is. Let's go. The curator of Convo in the building. One punch man with the tan next to the Yucatan liquor stand. If you was outside, then you understand. During the 99 and 2000s, if you was in the greater, you know what I'm saying, uh, tri-state area around Ohio, Kentucky, or Indiana, listen. You know I was out there bagging everybody's aunties. Sorry, not sorry. I apologize in advance. A.K.A. Pablo Baldini. Slide tackling motherfuckers into the motherfucking fourth row just because. Dirtiest defender out here. Pettiest nigga on the motherfucking pitch. A.K.A. Pele with the A.K. Letting that whole thing spray. Pepper in the upper 90 because that's where I like to put the spice on my bitches. Double entendre, don't even ask me how. Master Bruce with the bubble goose. Dirt Reynolds. 
pulling up on you like smoky bandits. You know what I'm saying? Scucking on your aunties all day because I don't play. The whole type of bocce chef got the grill on high. Listen, I let the flames fly because I don't really like to lie about the shit I be talking about. Grill is always on high, you dig? Like cook motherfuckers up. Petty Gordo on the beach hitting you with the capoeira because I don't care. You know what I'm saying? Obi-Wan Shinobi, please act like you know me. And as always, the 58th time reigning Petty Weight Champion. It's your boy, Petty Guerrero. DJ, please hit my drop. You know what I'm saying? Episode 53 of the CDB podcast. Now, Bunny, before we get into it and talk about the recap of your birthday two weeks, okay? Because we already know at this point, you should celebrate your birthday bare minimum at least two weeks, maybe the whole month. (laughs) But I would like to really razzle-dazzle this podcast up a wee bit with a little bit of music, okay? Because we're going to get into some music stuff, and I appreciate that you're here because we'll jazzercise a little bit with some Bivani. But first, if I may, can I get this started? Yes, of course. Oh, okay, perfect. All right, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, episode 53, you already know what it be. Please, please lend an ear. New, improved, DDB podcast. Listen, I can announce a whole bunch of stuff here, but I really want y'all to take into the fact that this is Sports Center of this network. It's a whole bunch of people that thought that they could derail this. I'm sorry. I'm really good at what I do. Please don't fucking play with me. But I do appreciate all the work, support of those that listen, those that help us be what we are. And thank you to the haters. I really do appreciate you, motherfuckers. Let's go. (laughs) Episode... 53 of the city B. Don't play with me. You know what I'm saying? Gun shot. Damn. I'm going to tell y'all something. Y'all really got to pay attention, okay? This is something that y'all really should understand. I do this. I do this. Ladies and gentlemen, we're going to keep switching it up because I really need y'all to understand. Please. Please, please, do not play with the Shogun. What did I tell y'all before? When we first started this, the number one rule in the universe at all times is do what? Protect your motherfucking neck. Otherwise, guess what I'm going to do? Knock that bitch off because I can. But it seems like some of y'all don't really understand. This is episode 53 of the CDB podcast. I will read. Me, this is much as I need to. 
I will. I'm here with the Susto Queen, Miss Bad Bonnie. Hey, we here, we here. This is a certified hood classic. I got that shit to keep your whole planet bound, bro. Downscale this a little bit before we really get into the topics. We'll get into new music. Listen, Bunny keeps me hip to shit. Okay, <laughs> but I'm really looking for the people that like to doubt what I'm doing, and it's not just me. See, because when you disrespect me, there are other people that are involved. So I really need y'all to help and understand, at least in my opinion, that. You can get mad at me, but now it's more people attacked. And that's problems for you. I don't want to put that evil on you. But if you bring it this way, just understand I am the petty weight champion for a reason. Subs on subs with subs. Listen, there's so many subs here, you may want to get something that allows you to do closed caption because subtitles will need to be involved. Sorry, not sorry. Fuck niggas not welcome. Who cares about him? Hey. Hey. <laughs> all right. Now, listen. This is. Let's bring it in. Let's wrap it all up. Let's get it together. You know what I'm saying? Listen. Good energy is here. Episode 53 of the CDB podcast. Good energy is here. By the lovely, the voluptuous, Bitcoin Bunny. Hey. So, 53, we in the building. Thank y'all for rocking with us. You know what I'm saying? Hey, Bunny, I got questions, man. How was your birthday? Even though I asked you this when we were on Sucio, you know what I'm saying? (laughs) Make sure y'all check in and tap into Sucio Boys Podcast, which airs tomorrow after this episode of CDB Podcast. You dig what I'm saying? So, how... It As airs on Tuesday. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Listen, ma'am, we know that we record on Sunday, but we drop this on Monday. So then understand that tomorrow, which if you're listening to this, 
there's uh Suzio will be dropping on Tuesday. So you're welcome. For those that need to do math. Indeed. <laughs> uh anyways, how how was your birthday? How have you been celebrating uh turning a new leaf and a new chapter in life? What's been happening? Honestly, my birthday was fucking dope. I had a good ass time um just hanging out with my people. Mm-hmm. Um but I mean, it's been my birthday was on the 28th. So it's been 10 days since. Right. So listen, we've been out and about. So we've been away on TV, <laughs> but we have been chatting on Susio. That's but, true. That's so, true. You're right. You're right. Um, but it was dope. I had a good time. I yep. had um, dinner and drinks with um, my people. I love to be surrounded by my people. And then I went to a strip club and it was hella fun. Um, now, now, before the dinner, did you do something else? Oh, um, yeah. I actually went hiking um, that morning. Um, I took a long ass hike. I went on these, uh, it's called the Verado stairs here in Arizona. Um, so it's, I think it's 150 stairs that you have to go up, mm-hmm. um, to get to the top. And that's not even the tops. You still have to go like a couple, I don't know, meters or so to get to the top. Um, and so you, you walk after that and then you start like going higher and higher and then you get to the top and then you have to come back down. But like, I don't know. It's just such a like an interesting mountain. Like you see so much nature there. Like that's super dope. That's super dope. Yeah, I know. It was fucking cool. Like, um, and then so we got to the top, right? Because I went, I went, um, with. Now, did you go all the way to the top, or just up to the top of the? All right, so you went all the way to the top. No, yeah, I always keep going because I I've done this hike a couple times. It's a really um, like uh, like good for like fat burning. Mm-hmm. hike um because you're like you know doing you're like constantly going up and up and up and up so it um has your heart rate going is what I'm trying to say um but I did go all the way to the top and then we just like sat there for a little bit and then there was like this big ass fucking lizard <laughs> just chilling with us on the fucking rock like it was big that shit was big um I have pictures of it um but it was just chilling with us right there on the rocks and it was pretty cool I don't know. I just oh, enjoy nature. Like when when nature is like chill around me, it makes me feel cool. Cause like animals are so intuitive. So like if they don't, if they feel a certain way, they don't want to fucking be around you. So like every time I go on these little hikes and I see the animals come out, I'm just like, oh, you guys are so cute. <laughs> just like fucking, they're just chilling. Like they're going about their life. They're like, I don't give a fuck. Just uh, that's don't bug me. <laughs> That's right. I'm I'm glad you had a really good birthday, a uh, really good birthday experience. Um, because I think a lot of times too, as you get older, really you understand that it's not like oh I need to be out, I need to do this, that, yada yada yada, and everybody needs to celebrate me. It's just like stuff that you find of interest that you want to do on your day, right? So I felt yeah, like you're really you're absolutely that. right. Yeah, um, I do a lot of stuff like that for special days for myself so like if it's you know father's day or something like that I'll go out and like do a hike or um like I'll go out to this place called Sedona here in Arizona which is just like um it's it's red rock Mm -hmm. um and it's up north so the weather is like really nice um I'll just go up there and just enjoy the nature like that really connects me with I don't know, just relaxation. So you're absolutely right. It's not about like 
going out and stuff like that. Like, obviously I did do that. Um, but it was more the importance of that day for me was to make that fucking hike. Like I was like, I need to get to this fucking hike. I don't care what the fuck (laughs) is going on because my life is pretty hectic. I actually had to take my mom to the doctor's appointment that day. She was getting a stress test. Um, so those stress tests take about three hours. So I was just like, I'm gonna drop her off. I'm gonna head to my fucking hike and I'm gonna come back and pick her up. And it worked out perfect. But that oh, that's was like dope. my commitment to myself. I was like, I'm going to get to this fucking hike. <laughs> but mom deuce is good though, right? Yeah, she's good. She's good. Just, you know, she's getting older and stuff. So it's just the, the medical routine just to make sure she's good and stuff. But she's good. She's good. Um, Happy Mother's Day. <laughs> happy Mother's Day. Let's go. Yes. Happy Mother's Day. Out there. <laughs> Gunshots, you know what I'm saying? Air Shout out to Moms y'all. are important. They're Mom like the dupes. They're like the, I don't know, like the delicate part of your life. Like the, you know, I don't know how to explain it. Man. I love I my mom. You- like I'm always like protecting her. <laughs> yeah. Everybody should, everybody should have a close connection to mom dukes. And if you have that connection, then you understand like the feminine importance of who you are. So that's part of your genetic makeup. Um, I think a lot of times um, people are, yo, with this argument of like uh, different identities and things like that, like I understand that. And, you know, to nobody's discredit or anything like that. Um, Genetically, I think you still have male, female uh, in regards to the makeup, but, However it is, whoever your mom is, wherever she is, make sure that you love her, you hug her, you tell her you love her. Thank you for putting me into existence or being part of it. So, yeah, for sure. Have- Appreciate your mamas. Absolutely. They're, they're what have us here. Like we fu- we fucked up their bodies. We was in there just fucking punching their kidneys and shit, like not giving a fuck. Yo, like- kicking kicking all type of shit and i know i turned out to be a soccer player so i know i probably (laughs) was giving my mom fits and then they like talk about it like the most wonderful thing in the world you know like oh when i was like no i know i was bugging you out damn (laughs) i I was bugging you out and i was keeping you up sorry (laughs) no but for real shout out to all the mamas the single ladies that are raising your babies like Shout out to all the moms that eat single ladies, families, uh, all of them, all of them, uh, lesbian relationships, yes. non-binary. It don't matter, man. Listen, if you shout identify out. as the mom in whatever relationship, shout out to y'all. Happy you know Mother's Day. Yes. Happy Mother's Day to you. So happy Mother's Day. Uh, happy Mother's Day to any single dads that are out there, too, since Women want to take Father's Day as well. Single moms. Ah, I'm a daddy, too. If y'all don't get the fuck out of here. Anyways, happy Mother's Day to everybody. Um, but let's <laughs> let's get into new music before we get anywhere else. Let's get started. OK, so, Bunny, you got me yes. hip to a couple things uh, before we chat about uh, a few of these. Um, I want to give a shout out to uh, DJ producer Hayes. Um, Yeah, actually, that was the first song that we played in the uh, intro or intro music to CDB in this episode. So 
um, I end up coming across like a bunch of different like DJs, producers. Uh, but I just so happened to be listening to, I think it was a mix of a different DJ and it took me to a deadbeats radio, uh, just a mix. So on Apple music, they have a couple of different mixes and they'll have different mixes from different DJs, producers, but I came across him and he played a couple of different things in electronic music, which by the way, I will always repeat this. I don't give a fuck. If you are a part of black community, Latin community, whatever, it's not just about hip hop or whatever music that you particularly are listening to. You can infiltrate whatever format of music. I will say this until the day I die and I am blue in the face. And that's going to be real hard because my skin is a little bit pigmented. You know what I'm saying? I got some I got some melanin on me. Uh, anyways, we should have people of color in electronic dance music. So that's what I'm saying, because it's a couple of y'all that think y'all can rap, but you niggas rap off B. And it ain't working for you that way. But listen, electronic dance music is on a higher uh, beats per minute. So maybe you can catch a beat. I don't know. <laughs> try it. Uh, if you're a producer, try some electronic dance music. Why not, man? Listen, whatever you keep trying to send to your local rapper is not working. Change it up. Try some other shit. Maybe that'll work for you. That's all I'm saying. Anyways, so shout out to Hayes. Um, more importantly, uh, the day today of all days, we came across um, something that was released by Kendrick, right? Um, yes. And it kind of surprised me because I thought I was tripping, right? And uh, I was like, yo, what the fuck? I was like, is this new? Because somebody said <laughs> something. And I was like, oh, nigga said something. But yeah, it was all over Twitter, like listen, ASAP. So I'll, I was like, what? Let's let's go ahead and play a little bit of yes, this shit, right? Let's do this. Okay. So this is the heart part five by Kendrick Lamar. As I get a little older, I realize life is perspective. And my perspective may differ from yours. I want to say thank you to everyone that's been down with me. All my fans, all my beautiful fans. You welcome, nigga. Anyone yes, who gave welcome. me a listen. All my people. I come from a generation of pain will murder his minor. Rebellious and more jealous, a chip you for designer. Belt buckles and cloud overzealous and prone to violence. Make the wrong turn, be a will of the will alignment. Residue burn, missed at the inner city. Miscommunication to keep homo detector busy. No protection is risky. Desensitized, I vandalize pain. Covered up and camouflage. Get used to hearing arsenal rain. Analyze, risk your life, take the charge. Homies, don't fuck your baby mama once you hit the yard. That's culture. 23 hour lockdown. Then somebody called, said your little nephew was shot down. The coaches involved i didn't see niggas do 17 hit the halfway house get out and get his brains blown out looking to buy some weed car washes played out new go me accounts to proceed a brand new victim a shatter those dreams the culture nah he gotta chill out all right so hold up yo and this is only a single. Mm -hmm. Yeah, no. The <laughs> sir, 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 
sir, sir. Bruh. <laughs> Fam, you got to relax, dude. You have got to relax. Here's what I'll say, right? Because everybody's sitting here arguing. We've talked about this on CDB. Who's who's number one? What's your top three? Blah, 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 blah. blah. Here's at this point, we're kind of running into a space where, you know, we had a singularity where you had someone that was at the mountaintop as an individual. But now, since we're so immersed and like over oversaturated with music, there are going to be arguments to where you have multiple people who can come into the fray and could potentially be the top person in hip hop or whatever field or genre of music you want to listen to. I'm just going to say this. I love J Cole. Kendrick is doing some other shit that J Cole isn't doing because J Cole is more frequent in the space of music. Whereas Kendrick is just this weird anomaly kind of in the same mindset or at least same concept of, um, three stacks where it's like he can pop out at any point in time do a feature do a single and you're clamoring for him to drop an album that is goat like status but i'm not saying he's the goat but i know the play on words and the way that he delivers all of this is just insane to me it's fucking dope and i just love how he is about his culture you know like he's exactly. just consistently like that's that's his delivery on in music consistently it's about the culture um i don't know it's just fucking dope i heard it a couple times because i was trying to like you know have a good take for it um but it's just dope um some like I like how it transitions from like it being real heavy and then the 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 beat, the music just kind of transitions to more like a I don't know, like a subtle transition, but he's still heavy on the words. Like it's yeah. like after where you stopped it, it'll change to a different beat. Um and it's more like I don't know, it's just more vibey, but it's still like the same delivery on the words hey well. listen i gotta give it to that that bald head nigga joe button uh i listen it, it, listen i'm hating but uh <laughs> he had said something on his last podcast he was like uh or the podcast before he's like when them niggas in hip-hop do that beat switch i, I that is an honest listen he is not <laughs> lying if you switch a beat in one song and it becomes a completely different song. Did you save where you stopped it right now? I did. I Play did. it. Watch. Keep All right. So. It. Oh, you know what? Hang on. We going to get there. <laughs> if you didn't, it's cool. If I yeah. get there. Because I think. But yeah, that, that, that switch on that beat. It's pretty. Right. I 
do this for my culture To let y'all know what a nigga look like In a bulletproof rover In my mama's sofa Was a doodle popper Hair trigger, walk up closer Ain't no photoshopping Friends bipolar Grab you by your pockets No option if you froze up I always play the offense Niggas going to work and selling work Late for work Working late, praying for work But he on paperwork That's the culture Point the finger, promote ya Remote location, witness protection They go hold ya The streets got me fucked up Y'all can miss me I wanna represent for us New revolution, what's up and moving? I'm in Argentina, wiping my tears, full of confusion. Water in between us, another peer's been executed. History repeats again. Make amends, then find a nigga with the same skin to do it. But that's the culture, crack a bottle. Hard to deal with the pain, we are sober. By tomorrow, we forget the remains, we start over. That's the problem, our foundation was trained to accept whatever follows. Dehumanized, insensitive, scrutinized The way we live for you and I Enemy shook my hand, I can promise I'll meet you In a land where no equal is your equal Never say I ain't told ya Nah, in a land where hurt people hurt more people Fuck calling it culture Woo! Listen, I'm probably gonna be listening to this For the next three weeks And that's hard because I've been on the EDM kick heavy. Yeah, no, I really like this. I really, really like it. I like his delivery on it. I mean, it's just, I I know that. He took the drums out, Bunny. And he breathing heavy. This nigga made a classic. DJ, please. Celebrate new life when it come back around. The purpose is in the lessons we learning now. Sacrifice personal gain over everything. Just to see the next generation better than ours. I wasn't perfect. The skin I was in, I truly suffered. Temptation and patience, everything that the body nurtures. I felt the good, I felt the bad, and I felt the worry. But all in all, my productivity has stayed urgent. Face your fears, always knew that I would make it here. Where the energy is magnified and persevered. Consciousness is synchronized and crystal clear. Euphoria is glorified and made his. Reflecting on my life and what I've done. Paid dues, made rules, change out of love. Them same views made schools change curriculums. But didn't change me staring down the barrel of that gun. Should I feel resentful? I didn't see my full potential. Oh my Should I feel about the good that I was into? Everything is everything. This ain't coincidental. I woke up that morning with more heart to give you as I bleed through the speakers, feel my presence. To my brother, to my kids, I'm in heaven. To my mother, to my sis, I'm in heaven. To my father, to my wife, I'm serious, this is heaven. To my friends, make sure you count them blessings. To my fans, make sure you make them investments. And to the killer that spared up my demise, I forgive you, just know your soul's in question. I seen the pain in your pupil when that trigger had squeezed. And though you did me gruesome, I was surely relieved. I completed my mission, wasn't ready to leave. But fulfilled my days, my creator was pleased. I can't stress how I love y'all. I don't need to be in flesh just to hug y'all. The memories recollect just because y'all celebrate me with respect. The unity we protect is above all. And Sam, I'll be watching over you. Make sure my kids watch all my interviews. Make sure you live all nah. our dreams we produce. Keep that genius in your brain on the move. Oh, all right, bro. You got to chill out, dog. Yeah. You got to chill out, dog. <laughs> yo. Like thank me, you, Kendrick. Me, Fucking yo, thank, thank you. you, dog. Hold yeah, on, please, DJ, dope. drop it. This is a certified hood classic. Immediately, yes. Immediately, yes. and there are visuals available for this, like this release. So I think there is a video on YouTube. 
Listen, yeah, fam, there is. I gotta, I gotta watch it. I haven't watched it. I've listened to this, and I've just been kind of stuck in that. But fam, I gotta put my hands up because my man probably is a goat, active, like active goat right now. That shit is good. I don't. I like. I it was fucking dope. It's Kendrick. And and I gotta put. I'm not even gonna hold you. I'm not gonna act like he's like the best. And like he's one A or B. And J Cole is right there. And I'm not mad at either. So if you feel J Cole is better, cool. You right. If you feel Kendrick is better, cool. You right. I'm gonna just be happy that we get to entertain the idea that we have two greats playing alongside. Like. This is yeah, like no, I get, I get it, but like, I don't saying? even want to do that to them. Right I don't want to like, do it either. Like, it's just not fair. Like, because what J Cole just dropped with, like the you know the mixtape that they dropped with Dreamville. I mean, that shit is fucking fire. I'm not gonna even fucking lie. That shit is fire. The way right. that he plays on words and how smoothly he does it is just like shit. Did he just fucking say that for real? <laughs> See, but it's but fucking dope. But it's a different vibe than what Kendrick is on. You know, exactly. It's just, Kendrick is just straight up just delivery. Like the easiest way that I can explain J Cole versus Kendrick is comparing Leo Messi to Ronaldo like Cristiano Ronaldo. So it's like you have one that is just, you know, a, a demigod in regards to physical build, blah, 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 this, that, and the third. But then you have another one that's a complete alien. So you have to appreciate both because they exist in the same space. And that's right. the perfect example of Leo Messi and Cristiano Ronaldo they are right behind each other. They, if I'm not mistaken, they have a very close tie in regards to how Kendrick and J. Cole do because I don't think they came out at the same time, but they were very close. Whereas like Ronaldo, uh, I think is two years older than Messi and, is, and had been professional um, at, at the age of 16. Messi turned pro at 16. So it's like same shit. Like you literally can go back to back and then look at that as your prime comparison. I don't know if anybody's ever done that. Hey, and the Shogun did it, so give me my credit, bitch. Uh, anyways, um, but that's the easiest way that I can explain that, and this shit is amazing. And Yeah, no, it's fucking like, dope. Definitely dope. Because if I'm honest, you look at the vibe that this dude just brought, right? Kendrick is doing like a 70s style, kind of gives you that throwback vibe. I think Freddie Gibbs is maybe the only other person, at least within hip hop, that has tried that. Um, you could say Anderson Pack, but really he's alongside Bruno, and that's to me maybe like 70s RB. But um, okay. anyways, but like Freddie versus Kendrick, I don't know if Kendrick or I don't know if Freddie is anywhere close in regards to like not only just sound, but just like what that song actually does for somebody you know what i'm saying and and that's no this is no shot to freddie but the delivery the delivery the words play on words the entendres blah all that like everything to me is there and it's an amazing song and i will go back to it because it does have replay value right you know and there's a lot of artists including freddie gibbs that have replay value um, but this is just on like some other level shit. So shout out to Kendrick. That's the first track. And we're not going to get super stuck where we're playing all the songs 
Um, but I just thought that that was a really dope song to at least lead us off. Oh, yeah, um, definitely. That definitely had to be played um, a little longer than the norm because, well, you know, I we mean, played it just it fucking dropped damn near, like damn near its entirety. But we broke it up a little <laughs> bit. But listen, there's another it's fucking track. dropped and that shit is dope. There's another track that I really would like to uh, do or get to if you give me a moment. Um and that song is a little bad Bonnie. You know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? Listen, my man is out here just hitting banger after banger after banger. Nah, this song, yo. Hey, Titi me preguntó si tengo mucha novia. Mucha novia. Hoy tengo a una, mañana otra. Hey, pero no hay boda. Titi me preguntó si tengo mucha novia. Muchas novias, hoy tengo a una, mañana a otra. Me la voy a llevar a todas pa' un VIP, un VIP, ey. Saluden a Titi, vamos a tirarnos un selfie. Say cheese, ey. Que sonrían las que ya les metí en un VIP, un VIP, ey. Saluden a Titi, vamos a tirarnos un selfie. Say cheese, que sonrían las que ya se olvidaron de mí. Me gustan mucho las Gabriela, las Patricia, las Nicole. I love this fucking album. Like, I can't wait to be on a beach. All right, I gotta chill out on Bad Bunny because Bad Bunny about to have me out here ready to go. I. <laughs> Listen, I'll be behind uh, Mama Sita in no time. Listen to Bad Bunny. Ready yeah, to go. Yeah, no, this is a dope-ass um, album. He has a little bit for, like, everyone. Like, he has, like, a couple, like, breakup songs or, like, love songs. And then he has, like, the whole, like, fucking partying type shit. Like, Listen, I don't know what the, I I kind of know what he's saying because I have, like, spoken Spanish for a while. <laughs> But it's I haven't practiced it, well, so I can't like. He's pull. Puerto Rican, so I'm not sure what Titi means for Puerto Ricans, but I'm gonna say that's his auntie. Yeah. So in that song, he's just saying like, "Say hi to auntie. Let's take a selfie," because his auntie's been telling him um, if he has a girlfriend and when he's uh, gonna get married. Okay. And he's okay. like, "I got hella girlfriends," and he's like, "I take them all to the VIP." <laughs> Uh, listen to that man. You know what I'm saying? And he's like, "Say hi, (laughs) take a picture." That's just hilarious to me. (laughs) (laughs) Bad Bunny, you know what I'm saying? Bad Bunny is out here winning right now. I feel like Daddy Yankee is just super tight. Uh, Yo, no, Bad Bunny is the fucking man. Like he just Bad Bunny, Bad Bunny, and then he just like drops it, like whatever. Like he's just like, "Hey, boom, I got shit for y'all." Yo, that should be fucking fire. Has steadily been dropping just heat after heat after heat, and listen. And then, like towards the end of that song, it speeds it speeds up more, so it's called merengue. Um, and that shit is just dope. I think it's that one. It's one of the songs. I I think he does like two of them on the whole album, where he speeds it up and turns it to merengue, and it's just like a dancing vibe. Like woo, man. Want to start swinging the hips. All right. So if y'all have not listened to Bad Bunny's new album, please go check that out. Shout out to Bad Bunny and all of our Spanish and Latin listeners. You know what I'm saying? Hola. Como esta? Todo bien? 
Okay. <laughs> Good job. You know what I'm huh? saying? Hey, listen. <laughs> Anyways, um, let's see. Who else do we got? Uh, IDK, uh, you sent me this song, which I actually thought was super tight. Um, oh, so yeah, that play. song's pretty dope. Uh, Zaza Tree. Let's play a little bit of this. Shuffle, little two step, little song. right. This right? is uh, it's a little a vibe, right? Gives you a little brunch vibe, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, get brunch vibe. But so this whole album, um, by ADK, he just dropped it also on Friday. It's um produced by K Trinata. Um, mm. so you know, K Trinata has that like summer cool type of vibe, you know. Um, so he produced this album and it's pretty dope. He also has a track with um Denzel Curry on that. Oh, you already know. Actually, we got some Denzel Curry coming. You know what? Listen, you gotta be the Segway Queen out here, and I appreciate you. You know what I'm saying? I got you. We got a little Denzel Curry. I actually have been I've this release uh, a couple weeks ago, and I was falling behind just trying to keep up. But I gotta give a super shout out. This is called Zatoshi. And if I'm not mistaken, I think that's crypto. It is crypto. But you got me with a little bit of vibes right here. Also, reverb in the background, you got me there too. So I'm already here, bro. What's up? <laughs> In a place where we could hardly survive and barely could thrive. My only focus staying alive, like zombies revived. The second coming, I have arrived. I'm re-energized. I'm sad and weechy leading the blind. Pressure get applied. They cut my niggas down in their prime. Calling for the time to turn back all the cuss when he's still stuck on another line. I try to crack a smile and still a frown follows right behind. It's cruciating pain like pain, breaking Bruce Wayne's spine. Don't let the three six turn to a nine. Wait, let me rewind. 
mind. Don't let the three six hypnotize mine. So God is my God. This is a mighty sword on my side. My voice can press God. Create a code amongst the black. All right, bro. All right, bro. All right, bro. You snapping a little too hard. You gotta chill the fuck out. Um, I gotta this is get another one that's like for the culture. Man, listen, Denzel Curry, I was sleeping so heavy, bro. Nah. I don't know when you came out, but I have been going to the back catalogs. I apologize, sir. I Wait, been... so this was like your first album listening? No, 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 no. no oh, okay. No, 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 no. I actually uh, came across Zoo uh, a while ago, and. Um, I I think I was playing a video game and I heard a Denzel Curry song, and I had always seen like snippets of um, a song of his that would always come up, and then I was like, Yo, who the fuck is this, bro? Um, so then I just went back and searched and I listened to a bunch of his shit, and I played yeah, a, a, a couple of his artist. tracks on uh, CDB past episodes, but I, one of my favorite hip hop artists, bar none. Yeah, he's he's got a pretty dope flow. Um, his his album. Uh, which one is my favorite? Um, Taboo. Taboo is one of my favorite. Taboo albums. is a really good album. Yeah, yeah. So after Zoo, I came across Taboo, um, and then I think really where like, and it was like dabble, right? So I'm not gonna say like, oh man, I'm a Denzel Curry fan. I've been like. I would hear it, but I wouldn't know who it was, but I would really like the song I was listening to. So then I'd be like, oh, damn, man. You know, just depending on where the space was, because I'd be in different environments, but I'd heal, uh, hear Denzel Curry. Um, but it was until I he think- He gives I, me a, a, like a backpacker um, type for of vibe. Sure. Yeah. Um, kind of in the same scope. To me, he's in like the same scope of like MF Doom. Uh, you know, Quasimodo, MF Grimm, like in that realm of like, you can kind of place him in this facet, but the scope of what he can do is not just limited to like hip hop in one realm, right? Like some of that stuff is a bit uh, pop. It's got some rock in it as well. Yeah, um, I definitely. Um, I, I saw something on like YouTube where him and Flash, uh, Flatbush Zombies, uh, did a show where they were doing like wrestling, so it was wrestling theme. So they had a ring and they were performing inside the ring, so they would jump on, you know, like the ropes, you get the crowd, like it was nuts. And I was like, that's exactly what I would want to see in a show, like, I want to be completely entertained but i want to be so involved that like i'm a part of the show and i think his live shows are amazing um i also came across uh unblock i think it was unlocked uh 1.5 um with kenny beats and that uh that was my like eureka moment with denzel curry yeah, that one's pretty dope. Anything with Kenny Beats. I'm a huge Kenny Beats. I'm a huge Kenny Beats fan. Shout out to Kenny Beats. Shout out to The Cave. Uh, we played Zach Fox. Um, that's where I got hip to a lot of artists that we played on here. Um, and just it's been a part of like my music life now or lifestyle, I guess. Um, but yeah, that's how I came across Zach Fox. Uh, Jesus is the one is still in rotation heavy. It is always in rotation. If you have not listened to Jesus is the one by Zach Fox produced by Kenny beats, go do that right now. <laughs>
It is a good one. It, it is, is very fun. good. Um, we also got uh, uh, LMA, and I'm not going to hold you. I have been saying this woman's name wrong since I've heard about it. And well, what I were you calling her? I was literally saying the the letters L M A, <laughs> but I didn't know her name is Ella May. Yeah, Ella May. Nope, nope, sure didn't. I apologize, ma'am. I apologize, but I'm not gonna hold you. This is a really good song, so let's get into it. Leave you alone. And I think this is off of Heart on My Sleeve album. I don't know why I do this. Same old drug, just a new fix. Too good, got me clueless. Guess I really can't blame it on Cupid. Don't ask me what I'm doing. It's only gonna make me wanna do things. Should have left you on red. Do it, I'm stupid. Cause every time you say you wanna chill, I end up naked. Could it be the pain and the pleasure that you All right, ma'am, you got to chill out because uh, I don't know what you're on top of. Yeah, she's trying to out here. Listen, we know it's Mother's Day, but I ain't trying to be out here making some mothers. OK, so let's chill out on that. Um, but yeah, not she makes like a fucked up situation sound so fucking fire. Oh, like, man, absolutely. Like, man, I should be fucking ignoring you. But right, here super, I am. Here I am. Every love. time you hit me up, we no. fucking R&B <laughs> folks. Listen. Go go check out this song. You will enjoy it. Leave You Alone uh, by LMA. Um, yeah, she also dropped a whole album on Friday, and the shit is fucking dope. Yeah, um, Heart of My Sleeve. So go check it out. Yes. If you have, I mean, the uh, singles that she had dropped, I think this is one of the singles as well that she had dropped from it, but um, the singles were fucking dope. She has another one called um, DFMU. Don't Fuck uh, Me Up. Um, uh, and that one's pretty fucking good. Listen, I have beef with Joe Budden on a personal level because this nigga keeps playing R&B music, which I've not really been into R&B music. But since I'm laying the ladies, you know what I'm saying? Then nah, we- tell them who put you on. Tell uh, them. Don't be fucking lying. All right. Bunny did too. <laughs> There's another special person that put me on as well. Uh, she knows who she is. So thank you. Um, but I got I appreciate y'all for getting me hip to R&B. I haven't really been an R&B kind of sewer, but I'm getting into it. So I thank y'all. Um, while we're in R&B, let's get into PJ Morton. Let's wait till I know it's been so Morton wants you to crack somebody on a beach, you know what I'm saying? No. This is such a motivational song. <laughs> yeah, this whole album is fucking dope. Um, he has a little bit of everything for for everyone. But he's very motivational in this album, like like those encouraging type of words. This is like a type of like album that you play in the morning while you're getting ready, just like to get your day started and just be like, I am that bitch. Because he's very yes, like, yes. yeah, he's just like very like, I don't know, motivating. It's a it's a dope album. I like it. Uh, Please don't you. walk away on this shit. It's good. And he has um, a song with um, 
Joe Scott. It's called Still Believe. That shit is fucking dope. Um, a little too heavy is dope as well. So definitely recommend this shit. It's, a, it's it. a nice little Sunday vibe. I like it. 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 Um, let's see. Who else? Uh, oh, you have one more song for me. Not gonna hold you, and we're gonna get to it. So, uh, and maybe I guess this is a controversial song. Uh, but and it's not necessarily the song, but maybe it's the person. So, oh, you, yeah. uh, Sabrina Claudio. Listen, I don't know why she got canceled, but uh, she just dropped some fire, so. Somebody just help me understand why I'm supposed to cancel her. Nah, man, you gotta chill out. Yo, relax, relax, relax. Relax, okay, okay. All right, cool. My head just got hot. And so did my nipples. Um, <laughs> let me chill. <laughs> nah, all right. If that got you hot, yo, no, there is some other shit on this album oh, that is man, fucking man. dope. Chill out, please. But um, I I understand why she's canceled. Um, but that shit is fire. That's all I'm well, So you know what? We ain't even gonna get into that, but all we just wanted to say. Is those are the musical picks that we have. I know that was a much extended version of music that we normally don't get into, but hey, you know what? Listen, doing it fire. Doing it fire. We got to make sure that y'all understand and listen to what we listen to. So we're just trying to get y'all here. Okay. Exactly. You are welcome in advance. Mm-hmm. Um. So while we're in music, uh, I did want to say rest in peace. Um, rest in peace to the father of Madlib. Uh, his father passed away um, recently, and I wanted to, um, you know, just say condolences to him and his family. Uh, Madlib, who's been pretty busy in the scene as of late. Um, if you're familiar with Madlib, uh, is me. I know Madlib with his association with Quasimodo. I don't know if he is Quasimodo, but I know he's done a lot of production on Quasimodo albums. Um, and Freddie also, Gibbs. And Freddie Gibbs uh, and MF Doom. So that's uh, where I am truly familiar with uh, Madlib in his production. Um, but his father passed away. Um, and uh, his other uh, younger brother, oh no, which I did not know that, um, experienced uh, loss on April 13th, um, where members of Stone's Throw had announced that his uh, their father, uh, Otis Lee Jackson Sr., passed away. So, wanted to say rest in peace to him. Um, I, I know that he's had a super huge impact on Mad Lib, and I think it is duly worth noting uh, the impact that you have as a father on someone that's as prominent in the space and culture of hip hop and black music uh, in general as Mad Lib is. So rest in peace to his father. Um, also wanted to kind of get through some other rest in peace just uh, so that way we can progress through different conversations. Um, also wanted to say rest in peace to the young 
a boy who tried to jump into the Mississippi River um, to save his girlfriend. Uh, but unfortunately, he lost his life. Um, so rest in peace to that young man. Uh, I also believe that uh, his girlfriend um, was swept away as well. I think everyone that was involved uh, had passed on and they just recovered his body. So I wanted to say rest in peace, condolences to his family, his friends, those that knew him. Um, and then finally, the last rest in peace, which I think is very important in regards to the topic of conversation is rest in peace to Kevin Samuel. Um, as many of you know, Kevin Samuel has recently passed away. I think it's still um, un, uh, inconclusive as to what. Uh, I think there may be, but I'm just not familiar. Um, or do I know what his passing? And I didn't really think that was important. To me, I don't give a shit. If somebody passes away, um, you respect the legacy that they've left. Uh, you pray for the friends and family that are left behind um, and the impact that they had. And hopefully uh, there is some type of ripple effect in the lives of those that he touched. Um, but the topic of discussion, and I wanted to bring this to your attention, Bunny, is that we've seen some like really ugly stuff. Um, in regards to the response about the news of the death of Kevin Samuel. And I wanted to ask, do you think that we've become too desensitized? Um, first of all, rest in peace to um, everyone, uh, Matt mm -hmm. Lips, dad and uh, Kevin Samuels and the young boy um, who was trying to save his girlfriend. Rest in peace to all of them. But um, yes, I, I, I think that there is um, an extent of being desensitized now that everything is on social media. Um, so when I first heard about this, it was actually on Discord. I was like, oh, Kevin Samuels died. And I was like, what the fuck? So like, <laughs> like my algorithm wasn't like on Kevin Samuels. So I like looked it up and shit and it was like inconclusive. Well, it turns out to be that, you know, it was inconclusive for so long because they were trying to get a hold of his family to let them know. Um, so his mama found out by social media that, you know, he had passed away. So I that right there is just kind of like, yo, I don't want to find out um, that someone that I love so much passed away by social media. And especially if something says inconclusive because they're trying to get a hold of me. Right. That shit is fucking stressful as fuck already Like when something's going on like that. Um, so, yes, I do think that we have become desensitized. Like, like, I think that everybody takes onto social media to just um, spew their opinion, but don't really put any respect to it because um, it's behind, you know, a keyboard or something like that. So. Um, I do I do know that there was a lot of people who had an issue with his opinions and stuff like that. Um, but to me, at the end of the day, like that's a human being. Somebody loved him. Um, somebody is mourning him. And that needs to be respected. I agree. I agree. And I also think that. Um, man, it's it's such a, uh, a layered combo, right? Because, you know, when you have someone that loses their life um, unexpectedly, then, you know, the impact that that has on his family 
those that are close and 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 are around him professionally like that's a huge impact right so not only are you if if you are being negative towards kevin samuel and you didn't like his opinions that's neither here nor there but you have to take into account at least as a human or at least you should in this day and age is the fact that the people that are still here that are left behind the remnants of kevin samuels they have to see that right and also to fold that over again imagine if you're a person that's speaking ill or at least celebrating the death of someone that maybe you don't share in the same opinion or like the opinions that he gave um albeit i think they did come from a really good place because he was trying to help people right and the fact is is that a lot of people called in um, a lot of people were trying to at least derail or, you know, make themselves out to be a little bit more than what they were. And he just brought them down. So when you have that ego death um, that happens and you have something that snaps you into a reality or at least makes you look at your way or look at yourself a different way, then sometimes people are very uh, rash in how they respond to it. And I think a lot of times, you know, some of the people that he interviewed, they, you kind of sign up for that, right? Depending on who you are, what you are, you know what you are. Um, and it's not just one thing in regards to like, he was talking to men and women um, and responding in different ways in a lot of stuff that he did help people. And a lot of folks, maybe he didn't, or maybe they just didn't take the advice that he gave them. But more importantly, like, think about anybody that's talking ill of Kevin Samuels right now. Now, I want you to think about this, right? If you are a person that's listening and you said something online and you said something uh, in negativity towards an individual who lost their life, imagine if someone speaks that way, amplify that when you pass on. Right. That's that's kind of what I was going to get to. Um, it's like a lot of these people that are, that are giving their opinion on social media or saying spewing their hate. Um, you know, they probably haven't lost someone that they hold close and dear to their heart. You know that like after you lose someone like that, it gives you a different perspective on shit like that. Like you're a little I don't know. For me, it's always been like respect the dead. But I've also seen um positive comments from like women who just like been posting shit like um you know I started my weight loss journey because of Kevin Samuels or you know Kevin Samuels saved my marriage and shit like that Mm -hmm. so there was you know people who who were posting positive things but um I think sometimes when you disagree um with people um with people's delivery um it it clouds the actual message I'm not going to say that I agreed with him because I had you know uh topics where I was kind of like well what the fuck but um it's just kind of like the delivery came across very rough um Mm -hmm. so I can understand where where people were kind of like you know I'm not fucking with him but at the end of the day you just gotta just be respectful (laughs) well like you don't know who the fuck is reading this you don't know like 
like losing someone like that is just like and just like what you said if it were your death would you like for this to happen you know but I don't I don't really care about the reputation that's being left behind because I I'm dead at that point right like I can't do shit about it I'm dead I'm dead I care about the loved ones that I leave behind at that Mm -hmm. point um so I wouldn't want people reading shit like that but I mean, people just feel that they have the right because they can create a profile online and just do shit like that. But like, this is the internet. I can do whatever I want. Yeah. Well, <laughs> and here's what like, I'll say. Uh, I'll give some pushback to that, right? Uh, in, in what I'm giving in regards to pushback is more so um, when you had said, like, maybe the delivery wasn't the best. And it, uh, you know, I had this conversation with uh, someone very close to me um, in regards to when I'm on podcasts and I'm speaking about social injustice, um, racism, systematic oppression, things like that. And I, you know, gave some pushback to her as well, because I was thinking that at this point, you know, some people have probably been given very soft or like their constructive criticism has not been constructive enough for them. Right. So when you get to a point and you have someone like maybe Kevin Samuels and you don't like the delivery, but is he wrong in what he's saying? Sometimes you can argue, yeah, he might be wrong or the way that it's presented is just so terrible that no message is going to get across that can be true. well i think his messages are very <coughs> opinionated and very based on what you know he's gone through and shit like that um so i wouldn't say whether i mean if he's right or wrong my point to the whole delivery thing is just um that's what um makes people upset for whatever internal reasons that they're feeling if he's right or wrong, if you're internalizing something that he's saying, then there's something that needs to be analyzed, needs to be looked into. Like, exactly. why are you fucking mad about this man saying something like that? Sometimes, yeah, it was very attacking. Um, but, you know, it's just like I, I didn't really like listen to it. The only the only reason I know about him is because I listened to Joe Button. And that's how I learned about him. But I'm not someone that listens to him or anything like that. Cause you know, it's just like, I'm not interested in it. Right. But I do think that whenever I listen to something and it gets me heated, it's just like, why the fuck am I mad? Like, why is this person upsetting me right now? Like it's something that I feel inside. So I feel that when you're doing this type of stuff, if your delivery is attacking, people are going to internalize that. Mm-hmm. they're going to feel a type of way about it. Hmm. You know, it's just, it's just, it, I think it, it, there is an importance to it. I do understand what you're saying as far as, you know, whether he's right or wrong. Um, but at the end of the day, it was very opinionated and based on what he was going through. So well, I mean, sometimes I- he did have factual points and shit like that. Um, and things that were, um, as far as experienced, um, or as far as, you know, what usually happens, like statistics, I guess you can say. Right. Um, so, but 
but my point to all that is just is just there is a reason why people get upset about that and if there's a trigger there then it needs to be analyzed and be like why the fuck am i feeling this way i agree i agree and and in that regard you know what i'm saying like when it boils down to it you have to look at yourself in regards to like something that's making you upset right so you have to look at you know maybe what he's saying not necessarily the delivery because i think and that's what i was trying to make in my point uh when i mentioned my friend when when i'm talking about you know the topics of like social injustice and those things is that you have to get to a certain point or maybe he's gotten to a certain point where he might have been giving good um advice to individuals that were seeking maybe relationship uh help because i think that's what he's best known for i don't i don't think that i've seen anything outside of the scope of him giving advice on business or anything like that i think it's more so been focused on you know he could be looked at as a relationship relationship expert um maybe he is maybe he's not but again this there's just different people that are approaching him and wanting his opinion or maybe his advice so then you can't or you shouldn't get upset because the individual if that person gets upset then maybe i could understand but if you have someone that's just watching a video watching how he's speaking to a person it's like ma'am 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 you ain't gonna sit here and tell me xyz now i do think there were a couple times that maybe he was a, a bit out of line, so I'm not going to sit here and say that, like, I'm fully championing his approach. Right. I agree that some things could have maybe been uh, a little less brash, uh, but at the same time, too, See, what, delivery. what I am saying is that sometimes you will have folks that have been sugarcoated so much that you need a shock to your system for you to get the message. And I totally agree with you on that, that some people need that. But like what I'm talking about is like something this man said has pissed you off so much to go on the Internet and say this nasty fucking mm -hmm. shit. Mm -hmm. So that's what I'm talking about. You're absolutely right. Some people need that delivery. Some people need that to realize like, oh, shit, you know, some people require that because everything's been sugarcoated for them their entire life so some people re require the reality of it right. but what i'm referring to is like what did how why is this person affecting you so much to go on the internet and say some nasty shit after he's dead right why? exactly exactly and you know we can leave this because we don't have to stay on this too long and i think there's been some days that have passed to where it's like maybe people have moved on um but at the end of the day we just wanted to at least address it and give some context to it but at the same time too maybe ask the question like what are we doing dude like what are we doing what are we doing to the point that now like two weeks ago or three weeks ago we were praying for the ukraine now you motherfuckers are happy that a black man who has pulled himself into a, a place to where he's maybe created some format of generational wealth for his family. And 
here you go celebrating him passing on but you motherfuckers are glorifying nigga getting shot in a song spraying his ops all this shit like what the fuck are y'all on dude like some of you niggas really give me credence that we should put absolutely no hope in into humanity and and i pray for my fucking kids because if this is how you goof niggas act, God, good God, where are we going to be in 20 years? Right? Like, where yeah. the fuck are we going to be at? And not only that, let's segue into another topic. So rest in peace to Kevin Samuels, prayers, condolences, love and light to his family, his friends, those that he impacted. We hope that you are well. Anybody else that is in any boat of negativity, you motherfuckers, please go play in traffic head first. <laughs> like, I, I mean that. Wholeheartedly. Please. Um, But what I wanted to do is I wanted to segue into another topic and let's bring a little bit more light. But before we do... I want to play a little track, a little hymn. You know what I'm saying? I feel like maybe y'all can just just have a little bit more like empathy, sympathy, and just happiness because you niggas are trash. <laughs> I hate y'all so much. You know what I'm saying? We need a little bit of uplift out here. Yes. Bobby, can you get me together? Oh, I heard the double whistles come in. I appreciate you. Love it. Bobby, you going to jump in or what, bro? Here's a little song I wrote. You might want to sing it note for note. Don't worry. Be happy. Every life we have some trouble But when you worry you make it double Don't worry Be happy Don't worry Be happy now You know what I'm saying? A little bit of that, man That's all we really need You know what I mean? I love that That's all we really need A little bit of happiness Don't worry about what other motherfuckers are doing They're doing their thing Good for them, man But If you're not And you mad Whose fault is that? It ain't Kevin Samuels. You a bum. He didn't do that to you. You did that. You know what I'm saying? Listen, gunshots in the chat. <laughs> bum ass niggas. Anyways, like I said, we get into the next topic. Okay, so we got a goof nigga who thought he was going to pull a Will Smith. Oh, my God. But he ran into Dave Chappelle. Dave Chappelle is not Chris Rock. Dave Chappelle been working out. Dave Chappelle got niggas on stage with him that's going to put in work. But you can fuck around and find out if you want to. You know what? Matter of fact, we're going to go ahead and name. We're going to name that the title of the episode. Fuck around and find out. You know what I'm saying? Listen, (sighs) ladies and gentlemen, we know y'all ain't living under a rock. And we all know. If you ain't been talking about Johnny Depp and Amber Heard 
or Kevin Samuels and his passing, you have probably seen or heard that Dave Chappelle was ambushed on stage. But little to no effect did that have any effect on Dave Chappelle. And the reason why is because a nigga fuck around and found out that you do not touch the goat. If you touch a goat, it's going to be problems. Okay. So what I wanted to get into and what I wanted to share with y'all, because I thought this was fucking hilarious. Um, let's get into this real quick. Okay. Uh, Ms. Bonnie, if you give me just a moment, we are going to do a screen share. Okay. I got you. Give me one second. Cause I did that wrong. Cause I'm a doof. Derp. <laughs> <laughs> um, here we go. Okay. So Yo, Spade TV. You know what I'm saying? Shout out to... Yo, yo, yo. What's Spade good, TV. everybody? It's Spade TV. All right, you guys. So we're starting to get some more information about this uh, young man who attacked Dave Chappelle. So it looks like this guy's name is Isaiah Lee, and he's 23 years old, and he is from California. Now, Isaiah he Lee, is he is actually up. an aspiring <laughs> rapper. Yes, he is a rapper, and his name... Well, his rap name is No Name Trapper. So he goes by the name No Name Ooh. Trapper from California. Ooh. So uh, we'll get some more information about his music. I'll tell Ooh, you some man. of that here in just a, a second. But just to that. recap, uh, as you guys probably already know, No Name Trapper, he decided to run on stage while Dave Chappelle was doing his stand-up comedy. And um, he attempted to tackle Dave. And thankfully, Dave's security and his team stepped in and they basically put a beat down on the guy all right broke this now arm, um, as far as no name trapper so no nah, i don't give a fuck about none of that anyways let's keep going all right because then where is it where is it we want to get into this dave Chappelle thing uh because i really want y'all to hear the audio and this shit is hilarious and i was fucking dying um because i want y'all to oh god damn uh, we're in the shit. Is this? I need y'all to see this fucking video because it had me weak. Uh, well, I need y'all to hear the video, video of Dave Chappelle. Uh, uh, we'll find it in a minute. But we do know that No Name Trapper has been charged with felonious assault. Um, poop, 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 poop. Yo, that was funny how they just like started beating him up. <laughs> Yo. Kick listen, him, kick him it, down, fucking listen, get him. <laughs> listen, all right, so uh, Dave Chappelle's attacker charged with uh, felony assault following Hollywood Bowl incident. Um, his attacker's been formally charged uh, and uh, named and charged 23-year-old Isaiah Lee, which that guy had mentioned before from Spade TV, identified as the attacker and has been charged with uh, felony assault with a deadly weapon. At one point, Lee created a rap song called Dave Chappelle in 2020. All right, you know what, bro? I don't give a fuck. Anyways, we know that this goof nigga got his ass beat. Good for him. You're going to fuck around and find out. Yeah. Jump on stage. Like, who does that? And why does he hate him so much? Like, what the fuck? Right? Like, what are you doing, bro? Yo, no, but it was hilarious. Like, fucking, they were just like, stomp him. And then Chris Rock coming on the stage. You know what? Let's see if I can find this shit. (laughs) That wasn't Will. Uh, it was uh, that wasn't Will Smith. Damn, Chris Rock, you are petty. Um, uh, no, that was hilarious. That was hilarious. That also was hilarious. I gotta give it to 
Let's see. Was it the source? No. Yeah, because we were at the source. But uh, anyways, um, man, I really need to find this. When I find the video, give me a minute. But uh, what are your thoughts on this, Bunny? Because I'm I'm trying to figure out where it's like somebody who maybe was trying to be internet trolley decided I'm going to catch this nigga in public. Um, you're fucking dumb. Like, why? Like, I don't understand what um so much hate encourage you to do that. Like, it's just dumb. And like, are you not thinking that he's not protected? Like, for real, because he got fucked up. He that dude looked like he was in serious pain. Mauled, he had yo. fucking balls in his head. Like, nah, like you're just yo. fucking dumb. You're dumb. Oh, listen, he got stomped the ever-loving fuck out. I don't know why you think you can get away with that. Like, how? Oh my gosh. It's so funny. It's so, so far. It's it's pure stupidity to me. It's just like I like you know you're just trying to gain something out of it, and you just got fucked up. All right. So you know what? I think I found it. Um. Here we go. Okay. So let me go ahead and play this uh audio real quick. Um. Chappelle tackle video producers that hip hop has ever presented the mighty man live. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen. Make some noise for hip hop history. gosh okay okay so yo they fucked him up yo they, they stomped him all him the way out up. uh oh my goodness uh we'll make sure to post that video on uh cdb network on facebook uh we'll also put that up on instagram as well uh, and we'll put it up across the board so um yeah dude like Bro, what did you think you were going to fucking do? Seriously, like, how were you going to get away with that? Bro, you were in a, like, the Hollywood Bowl. So, 
you can't go back into the crowd because the you can't get out of the crowd. You have to get to an exit. I have and the same question Dave Chappelle had. Like, where did he come from? How no. the fuck was he able to just fucking boom? Listen, not only that, you also have, I, I think there was uh, not like in the playoffs of the NBA, there was a woman that tried to rush on the basketball court to do something to John Morant. And luckily, security saw this woman hop because she was sitting near courtside. She wasn't on the court, but she was like behind the row, the row behind courtside seats. So she jumped over to the courtside seats uh, and then security was like, nah, fuck that. I seen you, bitch. And then was like, no, and then just hawked her down <laughs> and uh, security ain't play no games. But yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, how the fuck did he get all the way there? But I mean. I don't know. You you fucked up. You can't hey, <laughs> listen, not only did this man get charged with felony assault, he also got his arm broke. And he got yeah, that not- should look nasty. He got nodded. Just be on the lookout for the thumbnail for this episode. Y'all gonna see what happened. My man Fuck was- around and find out. Hey, you know what I'm saying? Listen, listen, bunny. I try not to play Zach Fox all the time, but I will play him all the time. And you know what, Zach, if you can, please enter the chat for me. I appreciate you. I absolutely appreciate you. Come on. Come through. Yeah. Yeah. Hey. Yeah. Yeah. Hey. Hell, motherfucking yeah. Uh, everybody's eyes lit up when they saw that nigga get on stage. Uh, all right. So fuck around and find out. You know what I'm saying? (laughs) You know what I'm saying? I need to go ahead and just make that a drop. Uh, (laughs) but it's just, yo, people listen. You just can't because- just be fucking you. You can't think that you can just come up to someone like that and everything be a OK. Like, nah, you got consequences just because you think you pay for people to entertain you. They pay for people to keep you the fuck away from them. Unless they yes, want. people to protect them. <laughs> They're and hella famous. Lo and behold, Dave Chappelle has a whole bunch of people that are willing to protect him. And they mind like, Stop you, stop him. <laughs> you are lucky that nobody in the crowd got a hold of you. Because true. true. Listen, anybody that wants been, to run up yeah. on Dave Chappelle ain't gonna happen. It's too many people out here that treasure that man as a jewel of our nation. You will get Molly Wops something fierce don't do that to yourself um so yeah hey man nigga fuck around and found out good for him good for you brother good for you that way you learn you (laughs) i love the way you say that too that way you (laughs) learn it always reminds me of uh george lopez yeah (laughs) when he talks about his mom (laughs) that way you learn (laughs) oh my gosh um so you know just keep your ass off stage don't 
Listen, you go somewhere, you pay money to get your ass beat, you a fool. Y'all deflate airheads. You are a fool. If you pay money to get into the crowd, to then do something to expose yourself to getting your ass beat, I pray you find out the hardest of ways. Pause. If applicable. Uh, Anyways. um, Now, most important... Most important is to get into a very heavy topic, which I am very happy to have you here so that we understand um, what's going on. And the reason behind this is because there was a huge thing uh, that was announced, which basically, in essence, um, there was, I guess... I guess there was something in the realm of a public or a private opinion by one of the Supreme Court justices. Um, But in essence, let's break this down. So this opinion piece that was maybe released by a Supreme Court justice, um, if I'm not mistaken, let's go into full dramatic detail about this. Uh, All right. So, uh, Politico had gotten a copy of a draft by the U.S. Supreme Court opinion um, ending federal protection against abortion rights, or at least this is the way that this is explained. Um, And we'll get into what that particular uh, legislation holds, Um, but also, too, we want to break down what that is and then what potentially the ending of this federal protection means so in essence um this is basically this is basically to overturn the decision of roe versus wade um which is a 1973 court decision that ruled women did have the right to end a pregnancy right so we'll even go into the wiki uh wikipedia uh facts or breakdown of this of what that is so uh, Roe versus Wade, uh, 410 U.S. 113 in 1973. So that is the um, legal format to find what Roe versus Wade is. It was a landmark decision uh, of the U.S. Supreme Court in which the court ruled that the Constitution of the United States protects a pregnant woman's liberty to choose to have an abortion without excessive government restriction. Uh, This decision struck down many U.S. federal and state abortion laws. Roe fueled an ongoing abortion debate in the United States about whether or not uh, what extent abortion should be legal. Right. Uh, Who should decide the legality of the abortion and what the role of moral and religious views in the political sphere should be. It also shaped the debate concerning which methods the Supreme Court should use in constitutional uh, adjudication. So this is also described as a thing that is a very big civil rights act, right? So it is um, to go into further detail and break this and down. That's kind of I- what like upsets me about this, but go ahead. Absolutely. And I, and, and I want to try to round this out. So then this way, I, I really want to hear in totality, like your thoughts, um, your opinions, and then 
maybe some suggestions of how we can get beyond this or anything like that. So, of course, this being released by, um, oh, goodness, let me make sure that I say the name of the uh, Supreme Court justice. Um, but it was a draft that was released. I believe it was. Oh, goodness, I can't remember. Altio. Yeah, I remember uh, we were Alito? talking about it. Yeah, yep. so Justice Alito. Um, in essence, let me break this down a little bit. Um, and, and I'm going back and forth uh, between these things. So uh, Democrats were very upset. Um, but basically, the proposal to reform the Supreme Court uh, was getting new attention uh, and was being drawn up or at least brought to the table by Democrats, which is something that they're going to vote on this week. Um, but basically, this proposal uh, was getting new attention because it was brought up by them uh, after this leaked draft opinion by Justice Samuel uh, Alito um, that would overturn Roe versus Wade, one of the most uh, consequential civil rights decisions of the past 50 years. Democrats say that the opinion is supported by five consecutive justices. Um, if supported, excuse me, by five consecutive justices, this opens the door to reverse other landmark court decisions on same-sex marriage and or the right to use contraception. Now, when you see this doofy argument unfold between people that you went to high school with that maybe graduated with enough credits or enough of a passing GPA to do that, and then they tell their religious views and spew all their opinions online, then it gets a little bit muddy. Most of the folks left, right, and center are doing that now. Cool. But what you have is that you just have a bunch of people that don't know shit about what's happening, couldn't tell you what the decision for Roe versus Wade actually was and the impact that it had exponentially. So we're going to go back. And I'm going between, uh, let's see, I want to say this is a bulletin, uh, rickhutzel.bulletin.com, and I'm also going between the hill com as well and wikipedia so I'm, I'm bouncing back and forth so forgive me a little bit but um karen nelson who's the president and ceo of planned parenthood of maryland uh had this to say this outcome is as dangerous as it is unprecedented and will open the floodgates for states across the country to ban abortion banning abortion does not take away people's need to access abortion care we know that the harm that uh, we know the harm that will come from the decision because we've seen them play out in Texas, which has already been going through a bunch of stuff when it comes to uh, Planned Parenthood, uh, abortion legislation, everything like that. Absolutely, it's a red yeah. state. Um, people who do not have access to the financial resources and support they need travel out of state or uh, they need to travel out of state or forced to carry pregnancies or flee their state to seek abortions outside of the healthcare system. We're already seeing Texas patients right here in our own health centers. Um, she continues this legislation, uh, le legislative session um, 
we recognize the passage of HB 9937, Abortion Care Access Act, that even in states like Maryland, access has been chipped away by a shortage of trained providers, poor insurance coverage, and anti-abortion rules imposed at the federal level every time there is a shift in power. We knew that Maryland needed to be uh, ready for an influx of patients. Women in Maryland need us to protect abortion access, and so do women who look to Maryland as a safe haven. Um, and many soon to be forced to travel hundreds of miles for health care. No judge, no politician, no ban should ever block a person's personal medical decision or set the course for their life. I will end there. Madam, please. This subject is so um, upsetting to me because, like, why the fuck is the government making decisions on my ovaries? And it's just, it, I don't know, it's just annoying. Like, why are you making those dis decisions for me? What if, what if, like, you have no idea what the circumstances are and how it affects a person emotionally, especially a woman going through all that stuff because, mm -hmm. like, our hormones are already, like, going off the walls. Um, <clears throat> I don't think that this should be something handled by the government, but it is definitely um, something that just kind of puts into perspective how... Um, outdated the supreme court people are um because they want to overturn this this over this this opens the door to try and overturn a lot of stuff that ha that has already made progress um mm -hmm. as far as as far as um civil rights so it's just i don't know it's just disappointing because i think it's just very um digressive um for America to reopen that. Um, there's people that, you know, require abortions for medical reasons, it's either their life or the baby's life. Um, so to put people in that position to have to travel somewhere else to save their lives or just, you know, just shit like that. Cause I understand where people are coming from where they're just like, well, you gotta be this, you gotta be that. And it's just like, no, no shit happens and shit happens everywhere. And that's not your decision to make. Right. Um, you know, people get raped, people get, um, um, emotionally abused and get you know into relationships where they're just like constantly being sexually abused and uh, you know that's not our decision to make to be like oh fuck it you know you got fucking hurt like that but you still have to have that baby no you're just setting people up for failure right and that's that's the thing too where it's like i i just don't understand where the uh, I I really don't understand where a lot of people who sat on the side of my body, my choice in regards to this pandemic, right, are now the people who sit on the opposite side of this decision to or on the reversal of Roe versus Wade. So they're in support of that reversal. 
So it's based on religion, you know, the Christianity um, mentality and just <clears throat> the trying to gain the control back because things are getting so, so bad by allowing people to be gay, allowing people to be who they are. So it's just kind of like it comes from that that perspective of religion. And I don't I I, don't, I honestly don't think that government and religion should be um combined like why is that a thing why are we living by um religion rules as well as governmental rules i should be allowed to believe what i believe in as a person right and that's that that's my thing here as well is that like if if you believe how you want to believe then it's god's will if nana doesn't make it because she didn't want to wear a mask or she didn't want to take a, a you know uh get the vaccine so god's will right because it's religion that supports your way that well you know if a baby is brought into this world seek adopt there was another thing i posted something on facebook and then it, everybody was quiet where there was an individual that went to someone that was protesting and they were saying abortion not adoption or adoption not abortion right so they marked out certain letters in the word abortion and then put other letters that change it into adoption and mm -hmm. i laughed because this individual that was out uh in front of the different protesters that had this sign he asked this question so how many children have you adopted now all but out of the five women who were there because it was a message that they wanted to send, there was one that had children. One. You have children of your own. And then the video ends. Yet, you want to talk about a message because adoption is great. You give a shit about a baby, but you don't give a fuck about an adult or a human when they're alive because the same people in the same argument are also those folks that jump online when someone of color is murdered by police well wait a minute where the fuck is the same energy you know what i hate when people are like oh adoption adoption you know how many kids are in foster care hundreds already? of thousands already and and in like the fucking U.S. system for foster care and for adoption is so corrupted. Like the amount of times that they give um, the opportunity to reconcile with the family. So what that means is just like allowing the parent to reconcile the relationship with the kid. They give them so many opportunities on this mentality of keeping the family together when it's truly affecting the kids you know like and then the kids get older they're in the system and then finally the court's like hey you know what nah you've been fucking up for this long no you can't have the kid and by the time that that's decided the kid's fucking like 14 well you also the, have and the opportunity to get adopted at 14 it's harder because you are you are much older and exactly it's so it's just like everything so fuck you if your fucking answer is adoption fuck you fuck you or go adopt 
Like, if your answer is adoption, you should be the first person in the front of the line to adopt. I don't give a fuck. Otherwise, shut the fuck up. Point blank period. That's it. Like That's the end. There's nothing else. That's all, folks. If you say that adoption is the way. If you also say that adoption is the way, but it could jeopardize the health and well-being of the mother who you say should deliver this child, either albeit abortion or bringing the child into a world that shouldn't they shouldn't be brought into. Not only that, but like, fuck the trauma you're putting this person through, right? Right. Like, Which will then what if this woman is just like, it, exactly, you're just fucking creating, um, th- this child is going to be born, the mother is going to feel away, you know, postpartum depression, shit like that. It's going to be intensified. And I mean, you just, I, I, why are you making decisions for people's bodies? Why? Why? Yo, it just if, goes back to them trying to control all of this. Well, let's let's be honest that most politics that are played, if it has a religious background, is Christian. Right. More often than not, it's Christian. But it's funny that some of these politicians that vote on uh, abortion to be legal then go and get an abortion for their mistress. Exactly. We've seen this happen a few times. We've had Texas legislators, congressmen, uh, all those, right? That think that religion leads them. You have Marjorie, they're all corrupted. You they're have all Marjorie ta- into the sex trafficking and all that fucking shit. You got Marjorie Taylor Green that gets upset and talks about things, and and she says that the devil's in the church. XYZ. I yo, that woman is stupid as fuck. I, I really don't understand how some of these people get voted in. I read that a dude who was charged or alleged to have murdered his wife won a state primary in Indiana. Yeah, I read that too, and that was insane. Like, what the fuck? Yo, what are y'all talking about? We're fucking <laughs> Yo, this is why aliens won't visit us for real. Or (laughs) they only do it from a distance and then they wipe your fucking memory. They don't want shit to do with us. What the fuck do we bring to the table to aliens? We don't bring shit to the table. Like we infight between each other. Hey, bro, we got McDonald's. We we look at each (laughs) other so like for centuries, we looked at each other based on skin color and we had issue. And we thought that superiority was there. But lo and behold, you see a motherfucker that's green. Oh, we're going to welcome him with open arms. The fuck you ain't? You're not. They literally have looked at past history. That would dictate to them, you're probably going to be violent. But you think you want to talk to some fucking aliens. Nigga, you can't even talk to somebody that don't look like you. What the fuck do you mean? Then you want to say some shit like, well, it's my body, my choice. If I choose not to wear a mask, I should be able to go outside and do stuff. No, you don't. 
wherever you want to do stuff at is probably a private business that that business can run however it wants to or choose to. The hypocrisy in that, you know, it's like it's my as fuck. Yeah, like I, why should I wear a mask? But you shouldn't be able to get an abortion. The fuck. The fuck. <laughs> Wait a minute, bitch. Fuck you. So, the kid that you wanted to save. Because of your religious beliefs, now you want to jeopardize because you feel like you shouldn't have to wear a mask because you have a condition. If you don't get the fuck out of my face, nigga, do you know how many fucking toxins people take in on a daily basis that they breathe in that is destroying your body? If you really understood, you consume more chemicals on a daily basis that your body cannot use in cereal, in milk, milk, bro. We shouldn't even be drinking dairy. Exactly. That shit is made for pus. The, That's pus. It's made for <laughs> calves. Cows make that for their offspring. Who the fuck said we are supposed to be Drinking milk. Last time I checked, what happens when a baby's born? Usually, more often than not, a mother breastfeeds. So that's usually where it comes from. That's the same thing that we're doing to the cows, right? Uh, I guess. I don't know. Man, listen, I can go into circles and talk you motherfuckers into oblivion, but I feel like the stupid motherfuckers that want to be willfully ignorant are still going to stop listening because they don't like the way I'm delivering the message. Fuck y'all. Sorry, not sorry. If you do not like it and you would like me to sugarcoat this, go listen to whatever fucking politician that will lick your butthole and make you feel good about yourself. Eat a dick. That's all I got to say about that. I concur. <laughs> Fuckhead ass niggas, man. You niggas are dorks, bro. Like, and then y'all not even smart dorks. Y'all just stupid as fuck and y'all get on the internet and say dumb shit. Y'all want to tell everybody how fucking dumb you are and how you were doofy cum laude in high school, college, wherever the fuck you were at. I don't give a fuck. It's a lot of motherfuckers that are, are uneducated. That are educated. Excuse me. Let me let me pause that. There are people that are educated and are still stupid as fuck. Yeah, that's that's true. Um, you gotta like know how all this shit works, especially especially when it comes to all these laws. Like something like this can affect so much. Like this is a like this is going to affect a lot in civil rights if this is overturned. And that's it, it just can, disgusting it, to me. It's, it's going like, to create precedent where a whole bunch of shit is going to get rolled back because it's a whole bunch of people that want to retain power. I'm listen. To me, we are going to go pre Jim Crow within 30 years because it's a whole bunch of motherfuckers that are trying to keep power and think that they should retain power because it's for the greater good. No, the fuck it's not. It's not. Um, it's just um, digressing, like what I said earlier. 
All I'm going to say is that I just want to know why there are a whole bunch of abortion clinics in and around brown and black communities, and there's fertility clinics all around white communities. Super weird. I feel that they do this to us, just like gerrymandering. Is that, am I saying that correctly? Oh, man. Let's talk about gerrymandering. <laughs> we can talk um, about I feel how- like I feel like they do this to us purposely, you know, just like putting liquor stores in every fucking corner of a community that is either Black or Hispanic. Uh, um, it's not just, owned by black or Hispanic people, might I add. Right. Um, it's just it's just the type of shit that they do to just um, continue to suppress us, you know. Um, so that's why I was saying earlier is just kind of getting back to their agenda. So this is why um, it's important to know what the impact of, of reversing such a law can have on a lot of things that have already progressed so um you know it's just scary it's just I wouldn't say scary because like we've been living in it for so long so scary is not the right word but it's just um upsetting I guess yeah, it's right uh it, it brings cause for alarm that that's what right I'm it, say, it right? does um it you know I'm just alarm. like I don't know I I see the um so I guess, uh, what's the definition of gerrymandering? Um, so yes. gerrymandering, in essence, is this. So basically what it is, is that it creates voting uh, points depending on where a certain number or sect is drawn out. So in essence, you can have a, a place where it has 5,000 people within this area or 500,000 people within this area but the voting gets a certain point percentage. So let's say the 500,000 gets two points. You could have a smaller group within that same state, um, which can have 100,000 or maybe 50,000. And maybe they get five points. You see what I'm saying? So let's say that 500,000 is black, brown, uh, low income, poor whites, right? That community is all based there. But what happens, then you can have another form or, or a place or a community or, or a, a drawn out area that maybe has 10,000 people and they have more points than the 500,000. Right? So if that 10,000 group is red, but the 5,000 people uh, group is blue, then it's five to three. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. So then if you break that down across the board and you look at your voting on a national scale, we'll even say a state scale. So if you say a state scale, uh, for example, you have Ohio. It In Ohio, most of Ohio voted red in rural and you know far out communities but only until you get to metropolitan areas did that turn blue so ohio turned into a blue state because we just so happened to vote in a way that shifted the vote um and it turned ohio from normally what is a red state to a blue state um same thing with georgia so red state to blue state arizona Um, did that too but what happens, though, is that you have these 
uh, changes. So Ohio, and the reason why I brought up Ohio is because Ohio is having shifts in their voting totality or whatever the case may be, or at least it's proposed by the U.S. Uh, um, Senate uh, or whatever. So, uh, or uh, the Ohio Senate, excuse me. Um, so I don't know if that's coming to effect. I know that there are other places that are like that that are doing these votes, but again, this all seems to come into play when a lot of Republicans have control within certain realms. Unfortunately, you see this with a lot of conservative um, positions or really any position at the state, uh, local, all this, where they're running unopposed. More often than not, when I've seen, at least within the last few times that I've voted, anytime I've seen someone run unopposed, majority of the time that's been a Republican. So that lets you know that your local, your state, and national legislation can move in a way that can still be considered conservative. Those are archaic thoughts. They are. They're archaic thoughts. And when it boils down to the idea of like a liberal voter, you are willing to compromise. If you have someone that's a leftist, there is really not any comp compromising whatsoever. But again, far right, far left, some of those things, you have to have balance. So what most people need to understand with the American political system is that we're still at most left of center. We are not far left. We are far right. Where we're very close to like fascism and things like that. But most people have no fucking concept of what they're voting about. People will say communism. Uh, they might talk about fascism, but barely. And they may have little to no grasp. People don't even understand that there's more than two political systems. I just named two. We're talking about democracy. We're talking about a republic. We're talking about different things that people think we are. We are a democratic nation to a point, but this is technically qualified or identified as a republic. And yes. people don't know that. And couldn't tell I you mean, what the fuck that means. It takes, it takes some, uh, some digging and some understanding to to get there but um bottom line is um this could be a game changer for a lot of a lot of people i if hope this gets overturned um and just educate yourself man like Please. seriously like because i i in a lot of this brings me back to um voting where people say my vote doesn't count Mm, if you educate yourself on how that works, the more of us that vote, the more that our vote will count. And and this also brings me to this point, uh, now that you had just brought this topic up, is that this also comes into play where if people look at this in twofold. They look at, you know, the two-party system that we reside in, Yet, 
we understand the flaw of the two-party system. There are a lot of Democrats that are looking at Joe Biden like, hey, bro, what the F is this? Now, do they understand in totality of what's happening? I haven't really seen Kamala Harris since this, since she jumped on board as Joe Biden's running mate. Ain't seen her, ain't heard a peep, ain't seen her out in public, ain't seen no public appearances, nothing. So what did you need? The black vote? Good for you. What are you doing for black people, Joe Biden? What are you doing for people of color? What are you doing for the marginalized groups? What are you doing about student loan debt, my nigga? Sleepy Joe, as they call you. But the point is, is that you have people that think, oh, well, I need to vote either right or left. You know, you can write in your vote. Well, if you choose to vote for somebody else that's not the two participants, that's a wasted vote. No, it's not. If y'all think that the two-party system is flawed, then you should vote for the individual that you believe is the best to hold that office. So what that means is that you create a shift in your political system. If you vote for someone other than the two people that are chosen by the two majority parties, you have individuals that are independent of Republican or Democrat parties. Yet, folks do what? Well, I'm going to vote for one of the, the lesser of two evils. Yo, what the fuck are we doing? It's it's been rough. It's been rough these last elections. Like, like what are we doing? Oh, what are we shit. talking about? What about so, when people were voting for Harambe? <laughs> yo, uh, Harambe, I'm gonna vote for uh the one dude that wears a boot on its head uh, on his head from the middle of nowhere. And and I get it, it's funny, but at the same time, too, like motherfuckers got killed just to try to go vote. Exactly. But you feel like your voice doesn't matter because yeah, 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 yeah. But then in our community, people that say their voice doesn't matter also go out and protest when a motherfucker gets killed that looks like them. Wait a minute. Why the fuck doesn't your voice matter in voting? But it matters when you go out and protest and you're in a, a mob of people uh, upset. Rightfully so. Because somebody got killed unlawfully, even though it was done by somebody that's wearing a badge. Wait a minute. Help me make it make sense. Yep. You see what I'm saying here? Oxymorons are what I call you. Because most of you motherfuckers try to exist in duality, but identify in one light. No, nigga, you are gray. You are a mix of light and dark. And you won't even be honest with yourself. We're going to make a callback. Accountability. You motherfuckers <laughs> should hold yourselves accountable. That's what we talked about in the last episode. But y'all have been talking about accountability a lot but, but hey listen it's a whole bunch of people out here that don't want to be accountable for themselves so fuck them yeah we're gonna talk real. about you and 
I don't care if you don't like the delivery. Because you need it. You need it. You absolutely I do care if you appreciate the delivery, but <laughs> some of you guys do need to hear the reality of it. Um no, but for real, like if if you're um you know, just talking on this stuff without knowing anything, you're hurting the community more than anything. So Absolutely. Um always always educate yourself on it. Um, instead of just spewing your um, opinion without having anything to support it. So because it doesn't benefit anyone when you're just saying shit just to say it. Um, so in, 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 in order for us to move forward, unfortunately, um, you know, we have to like just do shit like this, educate ourselves. Absolutely. But I think you also have to get out of your stupid zone. And a lot of people like to live in their stupid zone um, because they think that they're right, but you ain't. You are not. You are not. You are not, man. You got to get judged at, at the end of the day when it's all said and done and you walk up off this earth in whatever capacity that you do and all of your things, all of the stuff that you do and say. And I do not think people take this into totality of are you a shitbag human or not? <laughs> like, yeah, cool. You pay your taxes. You do all that other shit. But are you good to other people that aren't immediate impact to you? What do you do? What type of person are you? How do you live? How do you exist? How do you treat other people that have absolutely no benefit to you whatsoever? If you feel like they need to do something for you because you did that shit, you're a fuck nigga. White, black, yellow, brown, purple, green. It don't matter what color you are. You are a fuck nigga. It don't matter. And you should be treated as such until you stop becoming a fuck nigga. For sure. Bottom line is educate yourself. And I'm going to use it in reference to how people use it when they feel disdain towards an individual. We are not comrades. You are a fuck head ass nigga. If you feel like you get to dictate how someone else lives yet, if you feel like they have no precedent to do the same in accordance to how you feel like you should exist, you, my friend, should go run headfirst into traffic, full stop. Agreed. So, let's keep it moving. Anyways, um, another topic of discussion is that Louisiana, uh, to piggyback on our last uh, topic, Louisiana legislators advance bill classifying abortion as homicide. Wow. Thank you, baby Jesus. I do not live in Louisiana because you motherfuckers are ass backwards down there. Uh, Louisiana lawmakers have advanced a bill that would abolish abortion in the state, grant constitutional rights to all unborn children from the moment of fertilization and classify abortion as homicide crime. The move on Wednesday came two days after a leaked draft ruling 
showed the U.S. Supreme Court posed uh, poised to overturn the 1973 landmark Roe v. Wade decision that legalized abortion nationwide. Court's final ruling is expected in June. Looking forward to that shit. This is according to Reuters.com. So if you would like to read up more on that, this is an article that was on Reuters and it was published on May 5th at 3.07 p.m. So if you get a chance, go check that out. Uh, This is also a story that's by Gabriella Border and Sharon Bernstein. So I think that's important. Ma'am, do you have anything to add here on Louisiana being an ass backward state? It's just, uh, it's the same thing I've been saying. It's just upsetting. Like how, how do you have the right to say that that is um, murder? Like some, uh, literally, like I've known women that have to have an abortion because it's either their life or the baby's baby's life. Yeah, of course. And then why the fuck would you want a baby to be born into a world and it doesn't Without have you. its mother, right? Without you. And exactly. this is anybody. And why not only you- that, but they have they have other children. They have other kids to be mothers to. Mm-hmm. And it's like, what gives you the right to just be like, oh, no, you're nah, a No, fuck that. You yeah. got to die. You got to die so even, that baby can live. Exactly. And go through foster care and be uh emotionally scarred for the rest of his life but we believe in the life of the child exactly but you don't fucking take care of the child you're not out there fucking um actively trying to make the system better or adopting children no fuck you no i'm i'm done with it i'm done with right it. boom boom i'm with it i'm with it baby girl i'm with it uh gunshots Oh, please. Gunshots. Mm. Y'all heard what Bunny said. Don't fucking play with her. Um, Let's see. Let's see. Uh, After that, I think there is. Oh, this was a really um, oh, man. Um, it, it's pseudo sad topic, but I think it's important to talk about coming off the heels of our last two topics. Family of a woman who died after C-section filed civil rights lawsuit against uh, Cedars Sinai Hospital. Um, this is reported by CBS News on May fourth, um, but I did want to talk about this. The family of a black woman who bled to death from a routine C-section after giving birth to a baby boy at Cedars Sinai is claiming in a lawsuit that racism played a part in what happened. Video shows uh, Kira Johnson kissing her oldest son goodbye before she headed into the operating room um, at Cedar sinai for a planned C-section on April 12th, 2016, y'all. Let's take a moment to pause. So you're telling me this transpired Six years ago. Over six years ago. Yet, Kira died on the operating room, uh, in the operating room, 12 hours after delivering her son, Langston. I trusted this place with the life 
uh, with the thing in my life that was most precious. Uh, her widower, Charles Johnson, said, Johnson stood with his attorneys and community advocates outside Cedars Wednesday after filing a civil rights lawsuit against the hospital. He said that Kira would be alive today if she were white um, because of things we have learned through this incredibly painful process. There's no doubt in my mind that my wife would be here today and be here Sunday celebrating Mother's Day with her boys if she was a Caucasian woman, Johnson said. He added that the doctors found three liters of blood in her abdomen after the C-section. According to the complaint, the surgery was done recklessly. The time start to finish was a mere 17 minutes. Holy. Oh, I'm getting angry reading this. Johnson said he pleaded with nurses for hours to get her to a CT scan after noticing blood in her catheter and remembers pleading with her uh, for help with one nurse in particular. Uh, she said, sir, your wife is uh, just isn't a priority right now, he said. When Kira did finally get to the operating room, Johnson said it was too late. When those doors to the operating room closed behind her, that was the last time I saw my wife alive, he said. The widower went on to say that his wife's story is one of many backing up statistics that black women are four to six times more likely to die from childbirth in California than white women. His attorneys released uh, what they said was damning employee testimony on the hospital's practices. When things go bad, we just ship them to ICU. And if they die there, it doesn't count against us. Kimberly Gregory, a nurse at Cedar, said in her deposition. In her deposition video, um, let's see, Angelique Washington, a surgical te technologist at Cedar Sinai, admitted to saying an extra prayer when black patients came into the hospital. That's been my creed of my career. That all goes well because you do have racism, she said. I Nick believe Rally, it. Nick Rally, the lawyer for justice, said the evidence against the hospital is clear and, in quotations, his, uh, has given us what we need to prove based on their testimony, their literature, their evidence that Kira died because she was black, Rally said. I will end this here because I cannot read more and I'm already pissed. I believe it and it's fucking saddening. Um, but it's the reality of things. That's how people that are black or brown get treated. 17 minutes for real. Exactly. That's what uh, I can only and, and, and that's just like, oh my God, it's just so heartbreaking because it's frustrating, you know. That sounds like, terrible from start to finish. Like yeah. you're talking about going into you know the abdomen uh creating enough of a cut to then get the child out not only that then you also have to go into like cleaning up and clearing up and sewing up all the things that you did removing everything and you're telling me that you did all this shit within 17 fucking minutes nah no, no way. 
I saw both my kids delivered, right? And, um, you know, my, the mother of my kids is white. And I remember that my son, he had a couple issues. So we had to get him rotated because he was just positioned wrong at first. And the fact that my wife had preeclampsia after my son was born, uh, ex-wife had preeclampsia after my son was born. And I just remember being super frantic because it was my first, this is my first kid. So I'm running around trying to get to nurses and I, you know, it's like, all right, cool. Y'all are like, Hey, what's going on? So I had to go there and I'm like, Hey, I need y'all to come here because she's not doing well. I don't know what to do, but I'm by myself and my child's in here too. And he's crying. But when you have to turn a child, it's like, you know, he ended up having to get readjusted by a chiropractor. So he wasn't latching well. So I can completely understand, like, just the desperation that you would be in as a father for a son, newborn, all that stuff. And you're like, I just need to make sure my wife is cool, too. But, you know, we understand that in statistically, and this isn't just in California, statistically across the nation you have a higher mortality rate for black women giving birth so what it just goes back to them trying to control everything i'm i'm not a mother so i'm not like you know, gonna, gonna say that I can understand or anything like that, but it sounds like a difficult situation, you know, like, it's just, just, uh, like seeing a loved one go through pain and shit like that is just difficult already as it is. So I can't imagine, and I, I can't imagine how it feels when you have, a loved one bringing in another loved one that you haven't even met yet right and then losing that person that's just rough it's rough so i mean that just goes to show why we should be more involved and more educated into um these laws and stuff and how something like roe versus wade can affect a lot of things that have already you know come into play Right. Oh, man, oh, man, let me tell you, that is, uh, mm -mm. I couldn't even, like, celebrating life, but also mourning a death in the same it, prayers and condolences to the man, his family, his loved ones, all the friends of his wife who passed. Like, I, there's absolutely no way. No way. Absolutely. Uh-uh. I, I would want to watch the world burn. If that happened. Like, are you fucking kidding me? No. Nope, 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 nope. Um... Oi, 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 oi. I need a pick me up. Um, Oski, can you help me, please? 
I would appreciate you, sir. Thank you, bruv. Oski Isaiah, ladies and gentlemen, I think. Make space, uh, motherfucker, hell no, you don't deserve time a day, no elbow room, plus trying to draw elbow too. Dwayne Johnson on the scale, my dude, hit the weight, I tip the scale, I'm you. Trump type statements after taking two, but I ain't building walls, I'm making room. Every bar like Jamaican food, just not here for the faking few. But are we with vacation few? I'm the one she get naked to. OT out of sight, uh, for spending me to spend the night, uh, casino like it's ocean shit. Been taking flights like it's a heist, uh. Now I'm the snake with the mice, uh, I'm a great with the mic, uh, custom model face cast, uh, I want your ear but I ain't bite, uh, in the mind you way out of line, sharing mine, nowhere in the mind, if you not front line, motherfucker hell no you, don't deserve time a day, no elbow room, plug trying to try elbow too, rock bottom I was there my dude, paranoia it was rare I'm cool, usually I'm prepared I'm smooth, but it was shit I was scared I do, red and blues they don't care who shoot, and fuck boys love to hear I lose, can't give them nothing especially can't give them that appreciate you oski thank you all right so last but not least last topic uh and then we'll get up out of here uh joe biden names kareem john pierre as white house press secretary joe biden or joe biden joe biden <laughs> did i say joe button yes i sure did anyway sorry gunshot for you know what I'm saying? Kareem, welcome to the White House. Air horn. She is the first black woman to fulfill or to have this position and part of the LGBTQ community. Good for you, sis. You know what I'm saying? Yes. Another, another air horns in the chat. <laughs> Appreciate you. You know what I'm Green saying? Shout out to you, Queen. Yeah. Good for you. Let's Get go. Let them know. Listen. Press secretary. Joe, Joe, Joe Biden been putting a whole bunch of black women around him uh, for protection. <laughs> I have I have nothing to add after that. I'm just saying. Who do I? You just y'all don't see what I see. Hey, I'm just making an observation, though. Hey, listen. Shit ain't going right. I got to switch it up. I, You know what? This is the most that I have seen within the last two presidencies of changes within press secretaries. That's true. You're right. I, I agree with you. Well, it's probably the most that I've been paying attention to as well. Also that. But I feel like, I, I don't know, maybe I'm wrong here, but I don't know if Barack switched up as press secretary. But I also think that he did a lot of press, so he was doing a lot of speaking, so I don't even know who the fuck his press secretary was. True. But I, I know he was chatting it up, something fierce. <laughs> I know that. You know what I'm saying? Anyways, um, listen, we don't got long in the tooth. Yes, we have. You know what I'm saying? Uh, let's get it rocking. Let me get some shit going. Let's get it cracking. You know what I'm saying? Listen, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, episode 40, uh, 53, excuse me, of the CDB. You know what I'm saying? 
Miss Bonnie, where can the people find you? Y'all can follow me on Twitter and Instagram at B Bunny Roo. Roo is with double O, B Bunny Roo. Mm, let's go. You know what I'm saying? Make sure y'all follow my sister, my queen of the forest. Listen, that's where all the bunnies are at, I guess. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I usually see the rabbits, not the bunnies. I see the rabbits on the side of the road. But I'm pretty sure I see all the bunnies out in the meadows and shit like that when I go nature walking. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, Dev, don't call me rabbit. Nah, we ain't going to do that. Yo, that's a dirty hair, man. <laughs> <laughs> you like what I did there? Anyways. <laughs> uh, listen. Hey, I'm the number one Shogun. You know where to find me. You know what I'm saying? Let me go ahead and hit the drop real quick. Uh, A. A. the Shogun on Twitter, or excuse me, A. The Aaron Hunter on Twitter, A. the Shogun on IG and also Facebook. Make sure you follow, listen, like, share, subscribe, all the stuff that I do, retweet, hashtags, everything. Don't matter. But make sure that you pay attention not only to myself, but also Miss Bunny Roo, be Bunny Roo on Twitter. And I yes, follow me, you guys. You know I just keep like showing the shit on. Also, Twitter. make sure you follow Sloan Kettering. You know what I'm saying? Make sure you follow the Sucio Boys Pod, not another girl pod. Make sure that you follow the CDB network. You know what I'm saying? on twitter and facebook we appreciate y'all we love y'all in advance you know what i'm saying and make sure you reach out just let us know if there's something that you would like to hear us talk about touch on the subject topic anything like that that you would like our input then by all means please shoot us a dm or shoot us a tweet or a direct message on facebook wherever you want to get a hold of us that is where you can get a hold of us so then that way we can have some correspondence and interaction. Also make sure that you join our Discord um, as well. So then that way you can engage with us too. You can chat with all the people that are involved, our admins, not only on our Facebook groups of all kinds that we are attached to, uh, but also the admins that we have within the Discord as well. And we do different things like live streaming, different podcasts, different shows, uh, listening to music as well when we're in our voice chat. Uh, man, I'm just unloading here. You know what I'm saying? Because there's so much going on. We definitely come fuck with us. Make sure you come fuck with us. Uh, shout out to Tiger and Mac uh, who are rebranding their podcast to bring you more anime head news lines, all that shit. Uh, pause because I said anime head pause. Okay. Uh, more anime headlines, news, topics, discussions, everything like that. Uh, that'll be coming soon. Um, not another girl pod. Make sure you keep an eye out for that as well. Uh, Ahun the yes. Shogun. Drop in the uh, Shogun soccer sit down. Listen, and we've got music videos coming soon as well from artists that we uh, are working alongside just so that way we can bring in uh, another layer. Um, if you have music, if you have art, if you have whatever, we want to try and promote it as much as we can 
um, be a part of it. Be a part of uh, the CDB network. Be a part of all the things that we've got going on. Listen, this ain't just podcast. We're doing multimedia. So I'll leave it at that. But you know what, Oski? I liked it so much. I need you to bring me out or take me out with another one. Let's make sure we ain't paying attention to bullshit, sir. You know what I'm saying? I really would appreciate you. This has been episode 53 of the CDB Podcast. Bye, y'all. Thanks for having what... me. CDB. Oh, Miss Bunny, I appreciate you being here so much. We got Sloan Kettering back in the building next week. Might even have a special guest with him. You know what I'm saying? Just leave it there. Hey. Might not make it out feelings. Trying to take my wound from the womb to the tomb. Shout out to my crew, they help me build, I'm making room. I've been in my fields, but in my bag, I'm in a mood. Ain't dealing with bitches attitude. So I roll up, get lifted to the moon. A honey meal, it's never too soon. I pray to God, I don't like a fool. Rolling up and working. Hey. This is a certified hood classic. Leave it. You know what I'm saying? Episode 53, another one in the books. As always, SpongeBob, please, sir, take us out. Thank you for your patronage. We appreciate y'all. We love y'all. And we out this bitch. Bye.